Hey guys, this is Life Coach Drew. We're back at it again with episode six. This one is called Addiction. But before we get started, I'd like to introduce you to a special guest. This is her third episode of all the seasons that we've done. This is Lexis. Lexis, welcome back. It's good to have you here. Hey, guess who's back? I know. I'm, I'm glad to be here. There she is. It's really, really good to see you. It's been a while. It's good to have you back. Um, okay, Alexis, this is a big one. Addiction, big topic here. What's your intake of addiction here? So I personally work with people who struggle with addiction on a daily basis. Um, for those who might not be aware, I work in the criminal justice system and um, specifically in like the rehabilitation portion of it. And so although I might not have personally struggled with an addiction, um, I work daily with people who do. And so I've seen the struggles that addiction can hold on people's lives. I've seen where a severe fentanyl addiction or opioid addiction can get you um, in the matter of just a couple of months to a year. I've heard of the deaths that have been occurring in our community. I've seen them come through the criminal justice system and I've seen the turmoil that's associated with addiction. Um, and I work with these people on a daily basis. And one of the things that I do just want to kind of reiterate to your listeners is that there are resources in the community um, addiction can feel very lonely. And, and like I said, I'm not coming from a personal experience because I have never struggled with addiction. So it's not my place to say this is what addiction looks like because I've never actually experienced it. But what I can say is these are, these are the conversations I've had with people. And this is what I've seen, um, in my clients and stuff like that is that, you know, addiction can seem very lonely and addiction can be very encompassing. Um, and it, it can be absolutely just destructive. It can destroy your personal life, um, employment opportunities, social opportunities, all of that. Um, and I've seen people though, overcome addiction and reaching out for help, looking for the resources in the community. Um, for example, we here in Minot, we have sober living houses. Oh yeah. There is, yep. There's wonderful, right. wonderful sober living houses. Um, there is care coordinator services. There oh, okay. is NAAA um, services uh, in the whole state of North Dakota in general. We have inpatient services. We have outpatient services. Um, there are resources available, and sometimes it's a matter of just reaching out and finding that help. Um, it's scary, and it's hard to admit when you're struggling um, in substance use, and it's hard because it latches a hold of you and you get sucked into it and it becomes your everything. And I think before you know it, you lose track of the wonderful things that you have in your life. And it's scary to know that those things can be gone in an instant because of addiction and something. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Something as trivial as that, but there are resources in the community. There are things available and people do recover. People absolutely do recover. And um, you know, if you utilize those sources and kind of get a hold of that, um, there, there always is a chance. Um, there's absolutely a chance for everybody to recover for sure. I like that. Like you said, there's a lot of resources out there. I didn't realize there, there is actually a lot. Like, there is. I didn't absolutely. realize that at all. That's, that's amazing. Um, before working in the position that I work in, I didn't realize there was much services either. I thought we're in the Midwest, we're in a conservative state. There's no way that there's going to be that much help. But when you really start looking into it, 
there really are resources for people that are covered by medical insurance, people who might come yep. from like a tribal background, um, the Native Americans in our community. There really is resources available. Uh, it's just a matter of reaching out and trying to find those because they might not always like pop up clear as day. Um, and there are, there, you're not alone. There's plenty of people in our community suffering right now and who are struggling. And so there's nothing to be ashamed of. I think people who fall into addiction feel shame and there is nothing to be ashamed of. There is help for everybody and there are people in the community there to support you. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. A lot of resources out there for sure. That, that, that definitely opens up my mind a little bit on that. Wow. Um, do you have any, you know, currently addictions at all? Like good, bad, not so bad, anything at all for yourself? Um, yeah. So I, so I think we use the term addiction sometimes loosely. So we have addiction mm -hmm. that is like the medical in the medical sense of addiction. Right. So like, sex addiction, alcohol addiction, substance use addiction, things like that. Then we also have kind of the layman's terminology or what, you know, what people would just kind of throw around, which you would more, I would more consider like fixations or compulsions and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I personally would say I'm not the best way of saying it, but like quote unquote addicted to the gym, love yes. to go to the gym. It's kind of like the thing that I have to do. Um, I tell people it helps me keep my sanity and it's my therapist. Um, and so it's one of those things where for me, like the gym is my outlet and I love to go to the gym and, you know, when I can't, it bothers me, like bothers me so bad. Um, but then also too, you know, one of the things that I've struggled with is like binge eating. And mm, so mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> there's almost that sense of having an addiction to binge eating where you have that compulsion or that fixation to do this um, and I would say that's probably one of the not so great behaviors, obviously, is the binge eating. But then I would like to think my addiction to the gym is a good thing to right. some extent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting on that one for sure. Um, yeah, it makes sense, though. I get it. I really do. Um, so, Andrew, what is your personal experience with addiction? All right. All right, we're hot seat right here. <laughs> so, you know, to me, like, when I see these two different things, there's a good addiction, there's a bad addiction, you know, and, like, a good a, a good addiction, you know, is, like, you know, like the gym, you know, like family, friends, can be video games, maybe not video games. Everyone's, like, 50-50 with video games because it can be very violent for people. Um, or, or, like, something that just whatever makes you happy, you know. I think that's, like, a good addiction for that. Because I am definitely addicted to the gym. I want to work out four to five times a week, every week. I don't want to miss it. I want to get it done and go and just live out my my day on that. Um, you know, and you know there are some bad addictions, as in like gambling. That's huge. I actually have a story about my friend. He told me I can talk about this. Um, so he spent twenty five thousand dollars on on the Super Bowl last year. And he lost because that was his savings with his wife. And she didn't know. But he, she wow. knew that he had a, a huge addiction when it came to gambling. And fortunately, he lost that. He lost all that $25,000. And, you know, he's divorced now and everything else. But he's getting better. And he's, he's getting help with that as well, too. And uh, it's a scary thing. Because it can ruin a lot of stuff, too, addiction, you know. 
Yeah, I've seen um, some addiction to gambling and where that can get people. And it it really is scary. And I I would caution people and say, you know, I, I think one of the things we say that like, being addicted to the gym is a good thing mm-hmm. but i would caution people and say that there is such thing there's there's such a thing as too much of a good thing and when it begins uh, negatively impacting your life whether you think it's a pro-social thing or not that's yeah. when we need to evaluate so for instance with the gym i've gotten to a point where sometimes i work out excessively there is no need to be at the gym three hours a day Holy seven crap. days a week working through an injury you know at that point it's time to evaluate which i've had to do and say wow is this really benefiting me at this point and just having those like realizing those having those realizations that wow okay this might be good but i might be excessive in this right and then um and excessive as well to um some other bad things you can actually talk about is like there's alcohol, there's drugs, you know, there's internet, there's like yeah. shopping, there's food. There's pornography. There's pornography, there's a lot, there's sex in there. It's it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of stuff out there and don't really realize it, but man, it's a lot. So here's a cool thing. Um, so I was looking up at this website, it's called synergywellnesscenter.com. And then they were explaining that there are three different types of addictions. You know, you have behavior addiction which has, you know, sex, gambling, video games, and shopping. It's like a compulsive behavior that gives people the rush of excitement, you know, when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And then you have substance addiction. And this one is like a certain chemical that rushes in, into our brains, like alcohol and drugs, you know, like those, satis- those satisfactions and it's just of those chemicals that are brought up very quickly and we like it. Um. And then the third one is like we have the impulse addiction, which is someone who can't really manage their emotions and actions, which could lead to, you know, bad behavior or like abuse or something, you know, that's just not good. So I found that I found that website actually really quite interesting. And um, it's, it's, it's just it's real. It really is. Addiction is real. And um yeah, like I said, it's definitely real, and I mean, I know there's people that have addiction, but it's not worse than others, but it's there. Like, for me, like, my bad addiction, I would probably say, is, like, me biting my nails. You know, it's, like, I do it all the time. It's, like, an addicting thing, and I can't, can't stop. It's tough. And then another one is, you know, collecting sport cards, sports cards. You know, I spend money on that thing. You know, I do. I, a lot of money. Andrew, I do. A lot of money. But I also make money from it too. Like it's an addiction. Like, oh my gosh. Like, hey, I just spend money on this, but I just dump my value on that too. You know, it's it's crazy. And you know, and another one's like I, video games, man. I play video games. I play violent video games, shooters. I play a lot of shooters, and it's addicting. You know, and it's just like, oh man, I love it. I just I can't get away from it. It's. <laughs> The, the interesting thing about, you know, these these fixations that we might have or like these compulsive behaviors that we do, when we're doing them, we're getting some sort of enjoyment. Like we're getting some rush of dopamine or, you know, our brain is telling us, wow, this is making me feel better. I should keep doing this. Well, then, right. you know, specifically with like substance abuse, then you fall into that habit of you needing more and more and more of that dopamine to really trigger that feel good sense. 
And so eventually those senses get dulled and you just need more and more and more and you fall into that addiction at that point. Um, but like I, I get an immense enjoyment out of buying plants and mm, uh, yes. let's just say there's no amount of plants that's too much and <coughs> I've spent way too much money on plants um, and, it's, and it's terrible. And then you see people who might play video games. Well, there's a difference between play, playing video games for four hours versus 12 hours you know just and and you in terms of you know buying cards you know how much money are you putting into that and so i think a lot of the time when we throw the word addiction around it's really us just acknowledging that we're doing something in excess exactly really is what it is so you think everyone has some sort of addiction i think everybody for the most part without encompassing every single person in the universe early and on this earth i would say right. for the most part we all struggle with something that we might do to excess and you don't because we get some know. sort of enjoyment out of it that's true wow boom it's just it's, boom. it's there it's there Bam! look at that man very interesting um insight yes very <laughs> very true um otherwise lexus is there anything else you would like to talk about you know the topic addiction here or uh, just to remind people um, that they're not alone and there's help available and there are people in the community that are here to support you. And, yes. um, you know, it's it's hard, but recovery is available to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people who have been in active addiction for 30 years, I've seen them recover. And I've seen some remarkable stories. And just because you've come from a broken background, or you're currently struggling with addiction doesn't mean that you can't turn your life around. It is absolutely possible for everybody. And so I just hope people don't lose hope because there, there is always, there's always recovery available. I like that. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we covered pretty dang well on that topic for sure. You know, it's a big thing, and I don't think many people realize it. You know. Um, okay. Again, guys, after at the end of each episode, there's a promotion here. We promote anything that the guests would like to mention. So, Lexis, what would you like to promote? Um, I would just like to say that there are plenty of resources in the community. There's plenty of resources in the Bismarck area, the Dickinson area, the Minot area, specifically for, in the Williston area, specifically for substance use. And so not promoting Google, but even if you can just hop on Google, go into the search engine and go ahead and look up resources, you will find them. I promise they are out there. So not Google, but the resources in the North Dakota area is what I'm trying to promote. Not Google. All right. I like that. (laughs) Good promotion. I'm not promoting Google here. All right. Just the resources out there. There are a lot of resources out there. And I'm just finding this out today. And it's actually really cool. I like that. Um, But all right. Great. Yeah. You guys heard her. All right. Not promoting Google. (laughs) That's what we get from this. No Google. No Google. Right. But. (laughs) All right. Well, that covers it. Um, again, Lexis, thank you so much for joining in on this, uh, this incredible topic. It was really good to have you here. Thanks, Andrew. And uh, everyone else listening, it has been such an incredible journey. So thank you, guys. And you know what? This is Life Coach Drew. And I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>